Hey. And welcome to Seeds of Awakening. My name is Forrest Daniel Dwyer, and I am alongside Kimberly Jacobson, which is me. And we're tuning in to give you a little update before we dive into our episode today. But we have some exciting changes happening. We do. We have uh, some exciting changes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> they're so excited they make your voice change as of today um depending on when you're listening to this but october 30th we are launching our be light blog um and which is a really awesome blog that we're excited to launch so yeah. on the website belightblog.com there's going to be some awesome articles on there that you can read also if you sign up we're doing a an email once a week that is like the weekly update on what's going on in the yoga world as well as some um, really cool teachings and stories that we've uh, created or some of the people that have been on the show will help us create and write. So um, it's very cool. It's, it's going to cool. be very cool. And we hope that it's valuable. Like we want to provide you with some just interesting little seeds that hopefully will offer a great teaching or inspire in some way or just be like, wow, that's a wild statistic. Yeah. So go to belightblog.com, put your email in. Get a couple of the emails and see like, yep. hey, every Wednesday, this is pretty cool. It gets me inspired. It gets me through Wellness Wednesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hump day. Um, the last thing that I want to mention is that there have been some people uh, that have uh, unbelievably uh, helped this podcast by subscribing monthly. And, and what I mean by that is there's a link in our um, bio on the podcast where you can go and you can actually donate um, 99 cents, $5, $10 a month to our projects and, and what we're doing, it helps us tremendously. It is um, so incredibly awesome. We are incredibly, incredibly grateful. And because of that, we wanted to do something for all the people that do that. So what we're going to do is every month, if you're a monthly subscriber with us, we are going to send you a guided meditation. For so free. starting in November, um, everybody that is a monthly subscriber, we will shoot you a, a guided meditation every month um, yeah. as a little thank you for and you know just an appreciation for for helping us out so and just like with everything else we always love feedback so mm -hmm. let us know how we can make things better how we can improve um, and just a little side note if you are already kind of somewhat affiliated if you're already affiliated with um, or attended be light yoga center for a class um, you'll probably just get this blog in your inbox today and then you can choose if you want to stay enrolled in it or if you don't. But stay. But stay because that would be better. And enjoy the story time <laughs> edition. <laughs> that would be better. Welcome um, Hanuman. As, as always, thanks to Malachi for the song, The Woods. differently than we did the one time before yeah really shaking it <laughs> up really shaking it up this is story time mythology edition two point myth we want to start by letting you know that we are not, not experts in mythology at all or many things we're not experts in but we're not experts if you've been listening to this podcast <laughs> thinking wow these two are the experts i've been looking for well we're not in mythology but 
we are fascinated by mythology love it and i love a good story especially hindu mythology right right now because there are so many gods so many stories and so we've been looking at them recently and we dive in and break them down and do some research and so i want you to know we're not experts we don't know everything we're doing the research and having fun with these stories we hope you enjoy our mythology story time edition enjoy grab some popcorn grab a nice seat get cozy and enter hanuman hello this is hanuman (laughs) 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 all right enjoy guys story time some of you may know Hanuman. And personally? <laughs> I don't think you can know Hanuman personally. Damn. Yeah. But if you don't know Hanuman, you should look at his picture. He is this cool looking ape human lord. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, fun fact he's my dad's favorite deity. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so. Why? I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll learn in our story. We should ask Dave. We should ask Dave. <gasps> we'll clip that in later, maybe. Okay. Dave, what, what's your I just idea? had an idea that we'll have for another time. Okay. You want to just hit it now? Nope. Okay. So, Hanuman is the son of Kasari. And Kasari is the chief of the Veneras, which there's going to be a lot of things as I break this story down that we're going to have to break down. We're not going to get into the weeds in a lot of them mm, because maybe. we can't. Um, <laughs> which is uh, the Veneras are an ancient forest dwelling community of monkeys. God, that's cool. And so as the chief or king of the monkeys, Kasari, sometimes they describe him that he has blessed magical powers. Huh? Like uh, what powers? <coughs> Good question. Okay. And it it's said before Hanuman was born that Kasari would pray to Lord Shiva that he would have a son. And many believe that he didn't just receive that blessing, but Lord Hanuman was the incarnation incarnation of Lord Shiva himself. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of reincarnations of Lord Shiva. He's just he's yeah. just sprinkling himself left and right. There there is uh like a really cool art piece where it's a statue of Shiva and then to the right and left are all of these different gods mm. that are supposed to be the incarnations of him the reincarnations of him so it's like th- it's like 10 gods off to the right and 10 gods off to the left which are all incarnate like it's pretty cool my dad has it of course he does yeah um and so he prays for a son that that gets answered the the part of this story that i found so interesting is that there's a woman Ujana. Yes, Ujana, and that's Hanuman's mother. Okay. And so Ujana, which is actually spelled A N J A N A, was a stunning apsara, which I learned in Hindu tradition is a nymph goddess. Amazing. I didn't know what a nymph was, do you? Well, sort of. I mean, I'm not like again, I'm not a nymph expert, but I have a visual. What's your visual? It's like a forest creature, like a tiny, tiny, tiny like creature that lives in the forest. Hmm. Um, Am I wrong? Well, from Google, a nymph is generally regarded as a divine spirit who animate or maintain nature. So you're kind of right. They're like deep in the forest. Yeah, and they like, I imagine them like dancing on the leaves, like these tiny little majestic 
and they're regarded to be like Nymphs. gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah. They're kind of goddesses in a sense. Um, so Anjana, in my mind, is actually a pretty shady s- character in this story. Interesting. One day she's walking through the woods and she sees a monkey sage sitting all alone. And what do you do if you were walking through the woods and you see a monkey meditating by himself? Well, Anjana started to laugh. <laughs> which sounds kind of appropriate. Sounds like I would do that to you. <laughs> but then the laughter turned into making fun of him. And eventually she picks up several stones and hurls them at the poor meditating monkey. So wow. basically she's a bully nymph. She's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> now the story that I've heard goes like this. The monkey sage is so deeply offended by Anjana that he curses her. And he curses her to take the form of a monkey. And that she would only be relieved and back to her nymph form when she gave birth to the reincarnation of Lord Shiva. Whoa. Complex. Complex. A lot of curses are very weird in mythology, I'm learning. She probably didn't like being a monkey. Hated it. Yeah. Hated it. I mean, if you're a nymph and you're like this majestic forest goddess creature and then all of a sudden you're a big ape. Mm, no, she she despised it, and so now that she's a monkey, she goes to find somebody that can give her this baby. So she finds Kasari, and she's kind of a beautiful monkey. So she marries the chief who we mentioned mm. earlier, Kasari, of the monkey kingdom, and the two get married. And she joins Kasari in his prayers that he was praying to Lord Shiva to have a son. Except she adds in the prayers that she wants to have a son. That's the reincarnation of Lord Shiva, so she can return to being a nymph. And, again, Anjana seems a bit like a selfish bully. She gets this. The two have a boy, and they name him Anjaniya, or son of Anjana. He would later become known as Hanuman. Hmm. And when they have the boy, Anjana is released from her curse and returns to heaven. And she just is like a runaway mother. She's just gone. Gone. Wow. Abandoned. I want to be super clear that through all texts and everything I've read and stories I've heard, I'm the only one that cares that she's been a runaway mother. Why don't more... See, this is the interesting thing about mythology and all like a lot of these spiritual archetypes is... And I get it. Like, I get why. Because we're... The point isn't to get into, like, the, t- the nitty-gritty of the story, you know? But it's like... There's a lot of things that go unnoticed, <laughs> I feel. And it's that's like one of them. Like, hey, what 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 about the runaway mom? It's shady. And Hanuman's father's like he's he's takes care of Hanuman to ensure he would grow up to be the strong god. And there are some stories that echo a conversation between baby Hanuman and his mother where she essentially says your father is the brave Kasari. Your guardian spirit is Vayu, which we'll get into later. And they will always protect you. But, like, I'm out, though. Right. Yeah, I've got to go. I'm I'm a nymph goddess, and it's time for me I to I actually want nothing to do with you. Yeah. She doesn't want... She's not really... From here on out, she's out of the story. Why was she... I... She, then she didn't even need, really need to be in in the first place. I'm just trying to give the whole story for the people. Okay. All right. There is one detail that's very important that I just kind of mentioned. Some interpretations say that the father is truly Vayu. Vayu is the god of the winds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some texts say that Vayu is Hanuman's spiritual father. So there's kind of like, I've read it both ways. There are also stories about how Vayu helped Anjana by blessing her with divine sweets that 
he kind of stole from somebody else. But I'm not going to get into the crazy weeds. Now there's theft. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the crazy weeds of that. The point is that Vayu, the god of the winds, loves Hanuman. And for the sake of this story, we're just going to refer to Vayu as Hanuman's like spiritual father. Okay. Because um, Kasari also takes care of him as his father. So basically Hanuman has two dads and one heartless, abandoning mother. Solid. Mm-hmm. And it's very actually that's very contemporary. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a good point. <laughs> okay. Actually very progressive. And um Hanuman <laughs> at a young age, maybe not so surprisingly, isn't known to be the best little boy. He has a reputation for being a bit of a restless, naughty bad boy. Whoa. Yeah. And he had super cool special powers. Like so he could run really, really fast and jump higher than anyone else. These are just just born with these because he's, you know, cool. a little god. And so he was a restless, naughty kid that one day thought he would eat the sun like all those bad boys do. He strapped on his leather jacket, flicked his cigarette, and jumped off to get that good, good sun. Now, the story goes two ways. One is that Hanuman ate the sun and was glowing from the inside out. And as he was glowing, this angered Indra, who Indra is the king of the gods, who wanted the sun back to earth, so Indra hit him with his thunderbolt, striking Hanuman in the jaw and returning him injured back to earth. Whoa. The other story is very similar, except Hanuman doesn't reach the sun. He just gets hit with the lightning bolt. Oh. <coughs> Either way, both times Indra hits Hanuman in the jaw with his thunderbolt, and Hanuman is wounded in the chin with his monkey cheeks swollen twice their size. Oh. He's just a little boy. Trying to have a good time. Like a chipmunk with his mouth full of nuts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, Vayu is downright pissed off by this. God of the wind. God of the wind. Spiritual dad. Spiritual dad. Angry. And Mad. he would do just about anything to make sure Hanuman wasn't going to be beat up by the other gods. So Vayu... kind of asked for it, though. Well, yeah, he did try to eat the sun. This is kind of another moral of the story that's in question. It's like if you're a strong, powerful, or rich person, you just kind of like get what you want because your yeah. dads will get it for you. Yeah. So what does Vayu do? <laughs> he goes and he says, if you're going to treat Hanuman like this, he goes to all the other gods. Because in mythology, thousand gods. Mythology, there are thousands of gods. So he goes to all the other gods and he says, if you're going to treat Hanuman like this, I'm going to remove the winds from this earth. Enjoy Whoa. baking in the sun without a cool brew, <laughs> cool breeze, without winds behind your sail, and so on. Like, kind of petty. Yeah, for sure. Especially because, I don't know, the sun was almost eaten and gone. Yeah. So, all the other gods plead with Vayu to get the wind back. They're like anything we can do for you. So in doing so, they gave boons, otherwise known as gifts, to Hanuman to please Vayu. Oh my god. So those boons or gifts were actually pretty freaking sweet. Brahma, who's the god of creation, said no weapon could hurt Hanuman ever again, and he could change his form at will. He received protection of the water from water god of the ocean, immunity to fire from the god of fire. He was given power to change his size from the sun god, and he was blessed with good health and immortality. So basically, he's indestructible. He was a punk, he's and then he punk. got everything he could ever dream of. So he gets a bunch of these like really cool weapons. He 
basically gets blessed that he can't be killed by anything, has immortality. I hope this story takes a turn where I actually grow to like Hanuman, because right now, not a huge fan. Well, here's the start of the turn. Hanuman becomes one of the greatest warriors ever to live with all these gifts. He's yeah, indestructible. Well, when you're given all the magical gifts, you don't need to have skill, because you can just have the gifts. And this isn't going to help for you, but Hanuman actually continues to misbehave, and in general be a dick. I don't know if we're swearing on it. He'd in general be a dick. Doing things like uprooting trees. Eventually he angered the wrong people and powerful sages. And those powerful sages cursed him Ooh. so that he would forget he had magical powers. So he's still walking around with magical powers. He just doesn't know he has them. Love that. In result, he ends up walking around thinking he's not really special at all. Good. And for the first time in the story, it becomes incredibly relatable. This Perfect. is where the story of Hanuman that I've heard told comes into play and people tell it as a relatable story. So there he is as this guy that has all of these special powers within him, has the potential to do all these amazing things, but can't see it himself. What I find more Sounds relatable like you. is wow, thanks. What I find more relatable is he can't see it because he did dumb shit as a kid <laughs> and people told him not to be powerful anymore. So what happens now, Hanuman, like the rest of us, has to go and find himself. Like me. Like you. Yeah. If I can jump really high and I don't know it, you just tell me, okay? It might be more fun this way. Okay. In his quest to find himself, he stumbled upon Lord Ram. Ram, Ram, Ram. Often chanted like that, Ram, Ram, Ram. Ram do you know Ram. what Lord, can you explain Lord Ram? Um, no, because I'm not an expert, but I do remember that I didn't love the story of Sita Ram either. Can't remember all the details, but it sounds like they had kind of listen a rough our relationship. Podcast if you want to <laughs> listen to people just rip apart mythology. <laughs> not no, it just seemed like he was a, like he could never be pleased. So, yes. Um, well, his relationship with Sita Ram plays into the Hanuman story a lot, too, because Hanuman was a really curious monkey that had no powers that he knew of and was in search of a lot of answers. And so when he ran into Lord Ram, he fell to his feet and became the greatest devotee to Lord Ram. Some people say they have the strongest friendship these stories have ever known. And when people are kind of referencing stories or referencing friendships, a lot of times they'll reference this one. Um, and Lord Ram liked Hanuman a lot because he was really, really smart. And Hanuman liked Lord Ram because... Ram could answer all of his questions. So the two mm -hmm. paired up. And what happened was that when Lord Ram met um, Hanuman, he was seeking his wife, Sita, mm -hmm. because she had been taken from him. Yeah. And that's a whole oh. different story. That's the one yeah, you don't that's like. Yeah, that's the one I don't like because yeah. she had been taken from him, like stolen. And then, okay. I hope I get this somewhat right. She had been taken from him, but then when she returned or when he finally found her, he like cast her away and cast her like off because he thought she was no longer pure. Mm. I don't know much about that story yet. Maybe we'll do a, another Next, episode okay, of yeah. this with that story. Um, in seeking her, he asked if Hanuman would help, and Hanuman, being his faithful devotee and good friend, of course obliged and began the search for Sita. And as the days passed, gloom increased as each clue of Sita would surely disappear again. So they just kind of kept running into dead ends. Then Lord Hanuman met and befriended the wise bear called Jambant, 
And as they stumble upon more clues, they realize that Sita was across oceans and over mountains. Mm. Um, They became pretty deflated because the task seemed impossible. And this is when the wise bear, John Bont, who is to represent a wise teacher who can do more than teach, but remind us of our powers, says to Hanuman, you are the son of the wind god. You have the strength of the wind god in you. You are full of intelligence, intellect, and wisdom. What task is so difficult in this world which cannot be done by you? And when Lord Hanuman hears this, the curse isn't, um, it, it doesn't go away. He always forgets. But when he's told of his powers, he can use them. He can remember them. Hmm. And so when he hears this, he grows himself taller to jump over he can jump over mountains and so he jumps over seas Hanuman is actually a pose right it's a split pose Um, and that's supposed to be like him leaping over doing the split leaping over seas and so he finds Sita and the thing that in this story to me represents truth about us and the part that I really like is that we can do one amazing thing after another and yet it always feels like once we're done doing it we forget we're capable of doing it again Mm -hmm. and it's like our our special abilities and our powers are always there we can manifest we create like magic and then tomorrow comes and we have this fear that we won't be able to do it and we don't feel like we can do it so the lesson i think of hanuman's story really is find a teacher or a friend or people surrounding you that can remind you what you're capable of yeah that's great that folks is our version of the story of Hanuman (laughs) you have something about Sita you want to send no I don't need to dwell on it we'll come back to you another day with Sita Ram Sita Ram Ram Sita Ram Ram. so go find a friend tell them how cool they are remind each other of your greatness thanks y'all